Welcome to the Perfume Room. My scent of the day today is The Eighth from Ash by Ashley Benson because, as you will hear in today's episode, Ashley Benson has now launched a fragrance line and she has launched two fragrances in the collection thus far of the two, which are The Eighth and East Twelfth. I am definitely more partial to this one and I have genuinely been reaching for it and enjoying it a lot in the last week. The notes listed are Bergamot, Musk, and Cashmere Woods, but in true Emma form, I will tell you what it smells like to me. I would describe it as a spicy, peppery rose scent that sits on the fresh side. In fact, if you've ever smelled something like Toy Boy from Moschino, I feel like we're in like the same general world. Maybe these fragrances could be cousins. Though for the record, I do prefer the eighth to Toy Boy. And here's the best part. Ashley was kind enough to create a special discount code for any Perfume Room listeners. If you feel inspired to try either Ash fragrance or both after this interview, Go to ashbyashleybenson.com and use the code PERFUMEROOM for 15% off any purchase. And to be clear, I am not an affiliate in any way. I do just genuinely enjoy the 8th, and if you have a PLL fan in your life, I feel like it would be such a fun gift. I mean, like the 8 milliliter travel size would be a good stocking stuffer. Anyway, here is the even better news. Ashley Benson is today's guest. I repeat... Today, we are joined by the inimitable Ashley Benson. Ashley is a critically acclaimed actress, tastemaker, and entrepreneur, and you probably know her from her role as Hannah Marin in Pretty Little Liars or movies like Spring Breakers, Her Smell, and countless others. Oh, and by the way, that PLL fan I mentioned, it's me, because you and I both know that I have seen every single episode. And as you might predict, I confess this back to Ashley within the first mm, five seconds of our conversation because I have no chill. Anyway, Ashley is a huge fragrance lover and we talk about how her aesthetic and taste is so strongly influenced by where she is. For example, New York Ashley is not the same as LA Ashley, who is not the same as Paris Ashley, who is not the same as Pirates of the Caribbean, Ashley. Yes, Ashley's favorite smelling place in the whole wide world is the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland. We discuss the inspiration behind her first two launches, the secret layering combo that she was wearing prior, which, spoiler alert, I cannot divulge. And that is because it's a secret, I can keep it, and I will be taking this one to the grave. And Ashley gets really personal in this episode. She touches on what it's like as a naturally shy person in a career that requires unparalleled levels of extroversion. Also, I will just throw out that after our conversation, Ashley did have an epiphany related to our What's That Smell segment. So I will preemptively tell you all now that to Ashley, the smell of LA is the Lakers. It is my distinct pleasure and joy to bring you Ashley Benson. Ashley Benson, welcome to the Perfume Room. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing lovely, even better to be speaking with you. And I feel like I got to just clear the air right off the bat. Um, I have fully seen every episode of Pretty Little Liars. So this is like (laughs) dreams come true. Oh my God. Thank you. So Ashley, what are you wearing right now, fragrance wise? Right now I'm actually wearing the eighth um, from Ash. Yeah. I too am wearing the eighth. From Ash. Twins. 
prior to founding this fragrance brand, which we're going to get into, what was your signature scent or sort of like signature scent profile? Um, more towards the masculine side of scents. I'm not much of like a florally kind of girl. I've always been drawn to like men's cologne. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of just made up my own scents. I would just take different um fragrances either like perfumes or colognes and just kind of mix them and make them my own scent so Mm -hmm. no one could ever know what I was wearing which was the trick (laughs) were you like a a gatekeeper like oh I'm just wearing this like oil I got down the street I don't tell anyone what I wear and I also buy a lot of my fragrances in different countries so people Mm -hmm. in America cannot get them (laughs) okay They're, they're specifically for like they do not come into America if you know about it, you can, but like, I don't know. I've just always been very weird with my scents. Um, I think as I got older, it meant a lot to me. And like, I've always been obsessed with scents, but when I was mm-hmm. younger, I would go to what everybody's wearing, like Abercrombie, you mm-hmm. know, at that back in the day, I like literally smelled like an Abercrombie store, like Hollister. <laughs> that was kind of my vibe when I was younger. But as I got older and got really into sense I was like I'm not telling anyone what the fuck I'm wearing because I don't want anyone to smell like me because I always got complimented and I hate you know when other people smell kind of the same as me yeah well speaking of I know you made a custom scent in Morocco that sort Mm -hmm. of like set you down this path can you tell us what that experience was like yeah so that was really interesting I um I just sat with like this old woman and there's candles everywhere and like all of the different scents and stuff were in like these clear crystal like bottles. It was very like, very cool. I felt very chic and expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just kind of sat there for a couple of hours and um, she kind of told me what top notes are and like how you layer and like how it would settle into your skin. And I just started smelling different scents and um I came up with this perfume and funny enough, some of the notes in it are, um, and that one was rose and orange, which is kind of similar to what I've picked for these ones. Um, Mm -hmm. And I forget the third note, but um, I still have it upstairs. It's more of like a softer smell. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it's something I would wear now. Um, Mm -hmm. Funny, but it still smells good. It's, it's very fresh and, um, it reminds me of Morocco, which is, which is, you know, I don't know, maybe it was because I was there and I was like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. this is good, but it's, it still smells really good. I just, I like to save that. I'll never, I'll never um, use it because it was such a unique experience to me. And I always want to have that maybe give it to like my niece one day or something. A little souvenir. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's really hard to do those like custom scents on the spot. Like I know you have a scent called East 12th, which you're going to get to. There was a custom fragrance store in the East Village that I went to one time. And it was like this woman who like mixed all these different oils. And in theory, I like liked all of them individually. But then it made me realize like I'm very much not a perfumer because I just put like every single thing that appealed to my nose in one bottle. And it was (laughs) unwearable. Wait, what is that place called? Um, I don't even remember what it was. It's on like East 4th Street. And my friend got it for me for a birthday present like 10 years ago. And Dude, I went sick. in. I mean, it, in theory, yes. But like you would think like I love perfume. I'd create something good. And it was it showed me that I know nothing about the composition of fragrance. And I am 
purely aware of fragrance. So well, next time, next time I'm in New York, we will go together. That's like it's like the best thing to do ever. I have to do it anyways for my job, but like just actually like go just for fun would be so fun. So what do you do for your job? Like what has that process been of understanding ingredients and like after your your brief introduction in Morocco with top notes, middle notes, base notes, like how did you educate yourself to do this? I've been doing this for two years now. So the first round of testing was a year, like basically a year and a half. Um, I flew out to New York and went to the labs and I was there for every testing because I wanted to make sure that I liked it. I did a lot mm -hmm. of blind testing, but I also kind of knew what direction I wanted to go in, what to stay away from. Again, anything very florally, I don't really like that much. I really wanted to speak. Um, I wanted them to speak of like who I am. And I'm kind of like, I'm either like super edgy and like very tomboy one day, but then I'm like super elegant and like, like to dress up. And so I told, I sent them or I made like a whole, um, gallery wall of like pictures that I'm inspired by, whether it's fashion or food or like, you know, a mess in a hotel room or like, you know, the streets of Paris, New York. I did this whole thing to mm -hmm. present to them so that they understood who I was as Ashley. And mm -hmm. um, I really wanted my fans too to kind of get to know me personally through scent because they've only seen me, you know, if they've met me in person, great, but that's a small interaction. And, right. you know, with the characters I've played on screen, they associate me with those people. Right. So, um, yeah, I kind of just went in there. I knew what I wanted. And then just over 60 rounds of testing, constantly flying back and forth to New York, testing in LA, always having my team there. And I made sure I had, um, my team's made up like half guys and like two girls or whatever, but it was important for them to all be there because it is unisex. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure that, everyone can enjoy these fragrances and um, testing with my team was really cool because I got so many people's opinions and everyone seemed to be on the same page. And then we created East 12th and the 8th. Thinking about East 12th, for example, what was the mood board for that? Like what were the images and how did they translate into fragrant form? So East 12th was more of like rainy days, wet pavements, a lot of dive bars, trench coats, boots, um, different parks like Tompkins and mm -hmm. um, not really Central Park because I don't really go up there that much, but just kind of more of a East Village mm -hmm. vibe. And I don't know, like to me, New York smells of trash, hot dogs and like roasted nuts. Correct. <laughs> Which is Correct. Not something that Correct. <laughs> which is not something that you want to smell, but yeah. you know, with, um, with like hints of like rose and orange and stuff, you can find like the really nice feminine parts of New York with it being very grungy and like li living in the East village. I love it because there is that romantic part of it, but it's also, you walk out your door and there's like chaos galore. So I don't know. I kind of wanted to represent that. I wanted to have you know, a little bit of femininity with like a masculine scent. And I feel like when you first put on East 12th, it's more of a sweet smell. Mm -hmm. And then when it settles, it's more musky. Um, mm -hmm. 
And that's kind of how, you know, because in my in my apartment in New York, it's like I have all my incense and my candles. It's very much me. And so when I go down, I go like into the city and like all the things. So I kind of wanted to combine that somehow into a fragrance, if that makes sense. It does. And why East 12th? What's pivotal for you on 12th Street? East 12th for me, I don't know. I I just go around um, East Village a lot, just living there. And it's right by Tompkins. It's right before uh, Union Square. I don't really go above 14th, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to stay 14th. Downtown, really? Downtown, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I pop into the West Village every once in a while for like a brunch or something, but like, I really don't leave my neighborhood and like Lower East Side, great. But like, that's really the only places I go in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Brooklyn? Would you cross the water? Yeah, I've been to Brooklyn a lot. I had a lot of friends who lived in Brooklyn. They've moved, they've moved out back to LA now, but mm-hmm. when they were living there, um, one of my friends, my friend, Eric, he lived, um, what was the street? I forget, but just in <laughs> Brooklyn, but we would like do cookouts on his like little porch outside. And nice. so he, he's like an amazing, amazing chef, but I would like sit on the curb, play guitar. And in the summer we would just cook and everyone would just walk by. We just cook people food. Like so cool, such a vibe. And wow. there's really great restaurants down there. I used to go down there for massages all the time. And the East village is very much that but still very grungy and very New York. I don't see it changing that much. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we could have a whole podcast about just like how Brooklyn has changed. (laughs) Yeah, truly. But I love the way, I don't know, I just feel like it's so fun to hear you talk about New York because on the one hand, you're like hot dogs, hot trash, peanuts, whatever. But on the other, you're like strumming guitar and like cooking for strangers. And I feel like that's what makes it so special is like, it's all of those. It's all encompassing. It's like disgusting and perfect and fun and wild and everything all at once. Yeah. New York is a very special place. I love it. And tell me about the eighth. Is it the eighth arrondissement inspiration? Okay. Mm -hmm. Paris. um, I mean, it's one of my favorite cities ever. Um, But I've just had such amazing memories there. And like my first time going there ever um, was when I was on the press tour for Spring Breakers. So that was really cool for the first time having to do like these huge premieres and like, you know, just seeing it as a tourist, but also being able to work there was really interesting. And I was with Selena and Vanessa, who I've known forever, who were like my best friends. Um, And just having such a pivotal moment in my life in Paris for the first time, I was just like in awe. I think I was like 21. And it just really left a mark on me. And I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to be there. And now, you know, as I've continued to work, I'm there 24 seven and I love it. Um, And I don't know, Paris to me, I just feel very inspired there as, as I do in New York as well. But it's more of like, you know, taking walks alone outside and like just admiring, you know, all the buildings and, you know, looking at the canals and going into little cafes and getting a coffee and a croissant means so much more there to me than just doing it here or in New Mm -hmm. York, you know, like, right. Right. um, And 
I also really want to dress up there. I'm very girly in Paris. I pay attention to my fashion when like from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed, I'm literally dressed. And even if it's, Mm -hmm. I'm wearing sweatpants in the morning, but like, I care about like, okay, what am I going to, what coat am I wearing? What shoes am I going to wear? What glasses, what purse? Like I really care about that in Paris. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just really enjoy being more feminine over there um, because it's such a romantic city. Yeah. And um, it just brings out like a different kind of side of me in Paris. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like the eighth, the reason why I like it so much, and it's funny because you wouldn't, to me, the eighth is more masculine. What do you think? I get this like um, freshness and this like pepperiness. I get where the Parisian inspiration is because there's something that feels really buttoned up, like very like quaffed, you know, in the yeah. eighth. That, like you don't like it's interesting to hear you talk about your fashion in each place because I feel like this one feels like a little like I don't know, like you're like zhuzhing something, you know? Yeah. I mean, like when I put on the eighth, I don't know, like I it just feels like, OK, very sexy to me, like super mm-hmm. sexy, sophisticated, mm-hmm. um, kind of mysterious. And the notes are not crazy. It's literally like cashmere, bergamot, and musk. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't think that that would create this scent, but like it did. Mm-hmm. And I just, I when I spray it, I literally think of like hotel costs in Paris. It brings me right mm-hmm. back to like, you know, red lipstick and like a silk slip dress and like hot Parisian men everywhere and everyone's speaking French. Right. I'm like, this is literally my heaven. Just want to live here all the time. It's so funny too. Like here, we were talking about this before we started recording and then why it was like, save it for the podcast. But whenever I first smell fragrance, I always try and guess what the notes are and then look mm-hmm. at the actual notes after. And I was sure that this was like a, like a spicy rose scent. Like I was like, okay, I'm getting rose. I'm getting some spices. I'm getting pink pepper. But then you were saying there isn't, there isn't rose in this one, right? No, it, the rose... The rose and the orange and the cedar is in East 12th, which you'd think would be the opposite, but. You've duped me. I know. Wow. It's my nose. Okay, so so we have to ask then. Okay, we started off, you were talking about how you are a gatekeeper of fine fragrance and you have yes. such a an intricate and eccentric collection that is hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Are either of these scents similar to what you were wearing previously? Obviously, you now, instead of being the gatekeeper, you are the sharer. So like what yes. we grow, we evolve. <laughs> yes, they definitely are inspired by certain fragrances that I've worn and wear. Yeah, I think they both speak to me personally, very much to the T and like even already thinking about my third one that I'm going to put out I've already like my team doesn't even know what I want but I've already done it like I already know I still need to go through the rounds of testing but I already know where I want to go with it mm-hmm. um but yeah I would say the the eighth again is very much more what I would wear on a day-to-day mm-hmm. a little bit more feminine because what I was wearing previously which I'm not saying <laughs> so sorry it's just my wow. little like mix I'm so secret with this shit because like it just means so much to me and everyone is like what do you wear oh my god and they all know when I've been in a room because you can smell me so I have to just keep that to myself um and again like I like upstairs I have I don't know like well now it's smaller because I keep putting things 
out. Um, I think I have like 10 scents that I rotate or that I mix. And now obviously with my own perfume, um, I'm wearing that these days. But um, yeah, they both are very much um, similar to fragrances that I wear and that I've worn. Hello, listeners. I have some exciting news, which is that this week I am launching a custom holiday sample pack with Lucky Scent. The pack will feature 12, yes, 12 of my favorite ever scents, which I embarrassingly, as I'm speaking this, I'm now realizing that Lucky Scent probably picked that number to symbolize like the 12 days of Christmas. Meanwhile, when they told me 12, I was like, oh, fun, 12. Okay. Anyway, the pack will come with 12 of my favorite scents, all very different from one another. So whatever your fragrant proclivities are, hopefully you will find it in this pack. But the best part... In that pack is also a special discount code where you can redeem a full bottle of any of the samples you like in the pack at a special 15% discount, which is a lot more than Lucky Scent typically ever does, and more than my evergreen affiliate code 10PR, which as the name implies, is 10% off. I'll be posting more information about the pack, including which fragrances made it, on Instagram this week. So if you want to know what's in it before you buy it, be sure to follow Perfume Room Pod on Instagram. The deal will be valid through December 31st of 2022. So you can gift the pack early and give the bottle during the holidays, or you can gift the pack during the holidays and redeem the bottle in the week following. I think it makes a great personal gift, but if you do have someone in your life just getting into fragrance or maybe deep in their journey, I think this pack has an amazing range of scents to explore. Let's get back to Ashley. It's clear that you are the most fragrant person in a lot of other people's lives and you have a signature scent that people know you by. Who mm -hmm. is the most fragrant person in your life or like the person who makes you think of like an instant scent memory? Well, my, my grandmother always um, wore that red bottle. What is it? Um, I don't know what it was called. I just always saw it. She had that and then she had like vintage little like perfumes with the Was spritzer. it Red Door? Yeah, I think that. And then something okay. else with like the little like vintage like spritz spray thingies. Um, she was always someone that was always like dressed to the nines, always had red lipstick on. And I would always go, in, go into her vanity and she had like a little um, like crystal mirrored tray with all of her little things on it her Love lipsticks it. and like just right. very like classy and cool and I loved going into um her bathroom because it was like I don't know like a store <laughs> for me um and then she just kind of played a role in my life where I really started to care about you know things like beauty and fragrances and as I got older I actually had I just fell in love with it just um for whatever reason, I loved candles, incense, oils, and and fragrance. And um, so she played a part in my early life. And then I don't know. It's so funny. A lot of my friends don't actually wear perfume. They do, but like there's not a specific scent. I would say like it's more people I meet that are strangers that I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. Like, and I'll remember. I'll remember mm -hmm. that immediately. Like, I've said this a thousand times. You probably don't think I'm like weird and creepy, but like I had um, said hi to like ASAP Rocky or whatever a couple of years ago, randomly. He was my friend and he just like gave me a hug. I, you know, didn't know him and mm -hmm. uh, he smelled incredible. Like, and, mm -hmm. and 
if I think about that smell, I remember what he was wearing and that's weird. Wow. But scents do that to you. Um, and then I, I always feel like it's um, everyone I meet in Paris. I swear to God, like everyone in like the know. fashion, the fashion industry, it, they always have this very classy, sophisticated, sexy, unique scent. And mm-hmm. everyone in Europe is just like, I feel on top of it, you know, and they just always smell good and look good and are fashionable and they're literally the whole package. Um, so yeah, I kind of relate a lot of sense towards like Europe. And funny enough, that's kind of how I am, even with like my face. I don't like to wear a lot of makeup. I hate heavy makeup. I just like to do mm-hmm. like, you know, have a good like my eyebrows I've never touched, thank God. Um, and then just like some cover up and a very like faint lip color and chapstick. Yeah. yeah. Or like a red lip, but like that's very European. But then it just, I don't know. It has a different hold on me. They don't have to try hard because they're already the shit. That's what I'm trying to say. I love that. You're talking about how like in <laughs> Paris, like you were just saying, it brings out like this like feminine side of you, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Does that happen in New York and LA too? Like is who you are in New York different than LA or it's kind of like yeah. across the board? Um, in LA, I don't care what I look like, <laughs> funny enough. Um, I do and I don't. I'm... In my everyday like wardrobe, I'm very casual, jeans yeah. and a t-shirt. I wear the same thing every single day. I have a uniform. It is what it is. I like to be comfortable. Yeah. And then my stylist, Jessica Pastor, who's an amazing stylist, when I have events, you know, I love dressing up. I love, I love it. But it's just not practical for mm-hmm. me. And in LA, it's not. There's nothing to do in LA, literally. Like, I'm sitting in my speakeasy and it's a bar. I'm like, dude, I'd rather chill here than go out, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, in New York, very much fashion, fashion, fashion. I care to the nines. I love it. But also I'm very simple in New York. Like mm-hmm. I'll put on sweats with like a fur coat and slides. And I'm like, this is sick. People may think mm-hmm. I look crazy, but I'm like, no, this is fashion. <laughs> it is um, fashion. And more like all... All black, black's my favorite color. Um, but I, I really do care um, more in New York about how I dress, but it's a little bit more tomboyish mm-hmm. um, because I do walk everywhere. I don't really take Ubers at all in New York. I mm-hmm. like to walk everywhere. But um, I definitely care more about how I look there. And I actually think, too, in New York, um, I do a lot of vintage there. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I love to go into vintage stores and um, just find, you know, different collections of um, designers and kind of mess around with like, you know, something from literally Brandy Melville and like a vintage Gautier like thing. I don't know. I just kind of mix and match everything. Um, And I feel like you can be a little bit more funkier in New York. One of my favorite things to do is like, people watch and the fashion is unbelievable like people just have such an awareness of who they are and I think that's also Mm -hmm. why I don't really dress up in LA because everyone looks the same everyone wants to be on the same trend and whatever and Mm -hmm. I don't want that in New York everyone is completely themselves and has their own sense of individuality within their wardrobe and um, who they are as a person and that's why I love I prefer to live in New York I love LA. I'm from here, but like, I'm just more inspired over there. Looks like we got to get you back to New York. I know. I was supposed to go and I, I'm working here and then now it's going to be too cold. 
Um, it is. I it always is. leave New York in January and February, March. I'm always out the door, but I might come in the next week. I'm just kind of deciding because I'm dying to go. I haven't been in a month. Okay. Well, if you come and you want to go to a, a perfume store, like, let me please. Know. I'm not joking. I would so take you up on that. Like, honest. I'm going to figure out in the next like two days I'm going. Okay. I realized as we've been talking, because we've gone down so many paths <laughs> that I didn't even ask you one of the first questions I always ask, which is, do you have any fragrance like hot takes or controversial opinions? Um, I mean, I think my only opinion that people may not agree with is literally you can layer different scents. They're always like, no, you can't. It won't work. Mm -hmm. But I've done it and I've done it with and I found many different um, fragrances that you think would not complement each other. And they really do. Um, mm -hmm. And everyone always fights me on that. But I'm like, that's what I've been doing for years. And mm -hmm. I don't know. And it's it tends to be a lot of scents that you think would never, ever work. And weirdly, they do. But also pheromones play a part in that. And so, you know, I don't know. Some of my friends say that this smells differently on them. And I've smelt it. It does smell different on everybody because you're pheromones. But mm -hmm. again, yeah. that's what's great about it. But I, for me specifically, I know it works well with mine. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's just easier for me to be able to like quickly be like, oh, this will work, this will work, whatever, because I just know how it would smell on me. What was your gateway into perfume? Like, let's picture, let's go back to like young, young Ashley. What were you um, wearing? So Abercrombie for sure. I forget which scent that was. Um, that white bottle. Um, I did Hollister. Um, I think I did just because I loved Britney Spears, I did uh, that pink bottle, mm -hmm. like a round pink bottle. I forget what it was called. Um, Is that fantasy? Yeah, probably. Um, and then, to be honest, I would just do a lot of oils, like uh, Mason Louis. Am I saying the right? Mason Louis Marie? Yeah, yeah. So I would always do that, which was just reminds me a lot of Santal from um, Le Labo. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would just kind of start mixing around with oils and then I kind of stayed away from uh, perfumes and just, I really preferred how the oil settled in more. I thought it stayed mm -hmm. longer. Um, and that was my first kind of segue into more of a, more of a masculine Mm -hmm. scent and also I was just like oh I'm wearing this French oil I'm French because I'm like psycho um, oui, oui. um yeah I think that's kind of how it started and then um I think too just um I'm just very specific like with how my house smells and like even when I travel um I always bring my incense I bring my candles I have like a whole thing I bring I You're bring sage, yeah, for my, for just in my room, because, you know, I think being away from months at a time and also being away from my friends and my family and, um, my home, uh, living out of a suitcase is super hard. And then also just living in a hotel for, you know, months or a weird apartment is just like, I don't know. I like yeah. to bring a sense of home back. So I bring all the things. So what does your space smell like? What are you, what candles are you burning? What incense are you lighting? So Leo, I, again, I'm not saying this, I'm so American. I'm trying to speak French. I've been learning French for the last year and I'm actually can understand it, but like my accent's so bad, I need to work on it. Leo, Leo, L-E-O, 
B J E T. I don't know the brand, but that sounds, your okay. pronunciation sounds right to me. Well, they have an amazing incense. And then um, it's called Omandu. Mm. And I burn that all around the house. And then there's 69 candle I burn everywhere. Mm-hmm. I also um, use Palo Santo Friendly Labo, that mm-hmm. candle. Um, nice. I feel like everyone does Santal, so it's out of my house. I don't like what anyone else is kind of burning. It's got to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but those are those are the two currently that um, I've been using for the last like two years and I'm sticking to those I, I I usually kind of like like diptyque was a big thing in my New York place and mm-hmm. now I've kind of switched it up but I don't know it just kind of depends my my liking changes quite often but I'm kind of into this vibe that I have going on now mm-hmm. with these scents it's almost your birthday we are now in Sag season yeah happy early thank you how do you identify with your sign? Do you feel like Sagittarius through and through? How does Absolutely that connect to your perfume choices? On. Yes. I'm such a Sag. It's a joke. Um, yes. I am. Yeah. It's funny. A lot of my best friends are all Sagittariuses and we're all born a couple of days apart from each other. And when you find mm-hmm. a Sag, you're like, dude, you're a fucking Sag because I can just tell. Brutally I got that honest. vibe from you immediately. I'm not a Sagittarius, <laughs> but I was like, yes, this checks out. Yeah. Brutally honest, very laid back, chill, can go from zero to 60 within seconds. Very passionate, very strong lovers. I fall very hard, easily. Again, brutally honest, adventure. I pack a bag now and just go wherever. Um, I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, very sarcastic. And just... I am who I am and like either take it or leave it. I'm never, there's not like one fake bone in my body. I'm not going to like, like my personality. I look back at my like childhood photos and it's like, I've been doing like this stuff, like my whole, since I was like two <laughs> and like, just like the things that my mom tells she me. She did a I peace sign say. for everybody, who everybody oh, yeah. couldn't hear. Yeah. Um, but the things that my mom would tell me too, like, I don't know. I was just so sure of what I wanted to do and like just made up my mind. I was very independent at a young age. And I really, I always said, and this sounds really insane, but this is where my mind was when I was younger for Christmas. All I wanted was money. (laughs) I was like, I want money and I want this. And I want to live in New York. I'm going to leave I'm going to leave you guys when I'm like 12 because I want to live on my own and I want to explore. But like, that's just who I was. And I am very much that um, person. And people mistake me for being a bitch sometimes because I am very quiet. But once you get to know me and like, I just met you, but like, I just connect with you so I can talk to you for literally 25 hours, like days. Okay, Um, great. Let's do it. Yeah. But like, that's just how I am. And people mistake it for me being rude, but I'm actually incredibly shy um, Mm. and very... I don't know. I, I just keep to myself because I don't ever want to like bother anybody. Hmm. But then I'm an open book. Once we become friends, I'm like, dude, let's fucking, you know, shoot the shit. But yeah. Is that, is that hard being like feeling like you're on the shyer side, but like having to do so many interviews and be in the spotlight? Yeah. Do you have to like pretend true. at all or like, how do you do that? It's so funny because they're always like, even at my perfume launch, 
they wanted me to t- make a speech and I was in front of like my friends and like some people, you know, that I hadn't met. And I was like, dude, I can't fucking do this. Like I'm going to have a panic attack. And my agent goes, mm-hmm. Ashley, you're an actress. I'm like, I know, but this <laughs> is, but this is me. I'm not acting. You know what I mean? Right, like, this is just right. me fully. He's like, just pretend that you're in a fucking movie and just do it. Say three words. I'm like, okay. And so I did, but like, even when I do like interviews, um, like talk shows and stuff, I mean, I don't know why I'm so, I think it cha- it either changes or not. Like if I'm comfortable and I've done the show a couple of times, I'm mm-hmm. totally fine. I think what it is, to be honest, if it was just me and the, and the host and then the camera, fine. I think what it is, is the audience. Yeah. Um, it just gives me really anxious because I don't yeah. want to say anything wrong or, you know, I just feel a lot of pressure just being there and, I don't like attention. And so mm-hmm. when all eyes are on you and meanwhile, it's great. Like I first walk out there, I'm like, oh my God, like, hi, everybody. Like, this is right. great. But then when I sit down, I'm like, fuck. I'm like looking. And I always ask my publicist, I'm like, did I get red? Cause I get hives. Cause I'm so anxious. Yeah. And even mm-hmm. if I'm not nervous, I'll still do it because my body is like, okay, you are doing this thing and everyone's looking at you and I could be totally fine but then mentally I'm having a breakdown up here and I'm like trying to keep it cool. So I usually yeah. have about with Jimmy, every time I go on Jimmy Fallon, I always have like, he'll come in for like a drink sometimes and we'll just be like, cool. But I usually just have like two whiskeys. And I'm like chilling. There you so, go. Yeah. You can't do that at six in the morning on the morning shows. So with no. that, I just well, have. Well, you could, but it would be I could, but then I'd be right? like, yeah. Ugh. But for the for the late night yeah. shows is great because I can just chill, I can have a drink and yeah. just kind of calm my nerves. And my team is great. Like I have um, my two publicists are like my best friends too, Ruth and Sarah. And I always make sure that like my hair and makeup team that I love with chill vibes is there. So it's just always mm-hmm. good to like have that before you go out. And um, everyone already knows how anxious I get anyways. So just chill vibes light the candles you know play yeah. some jazz yeah. music I usually play like French music um Ooh. put on a little of the eighth think of hotel yeah I do yeah I do all all the things and like Chet Baker I always put on like Billy Holiday something that's like very um calming and just kind of puts me into a different headspace versus mm. like hip-hop and rap which I also love but I'm a very much like jazzy girl and like French music and just chill speakeasy vibes. I mean, you're, you're in a speakeasy right now. So totally, (laughs) totally checks out. Okay. Well, you did say hip hop and rap music and it's making me come full circle because I'm curious, did you ever find out what the fragrance that ASAP Rocky was wearing was, or you'll just forever remember that he smells amazing. That he smells good. I don't know what it is. I wish I did because I would buy it. Well, that's like they always say on the internet, like Rihanna smells amazing. And then finally people like uncovered what the alleged perfume that she wore was. But I don't, I haven't seen that much buzz around ASAP Rocky and what his scent is. So. Yeah, whatever that was, I was just like, damn, you smell good. You smell great. And also Ashley Benson smells amazing. I'm sure oh. we can find some, sure we can find some Reddit threads about Ashley Benson <laughs> smelling amazing. We will never tell what the combination is. For everybody listening, um, I have been made aware of of the combination and I will but never. the best thing is is you also were aware of them and like them we have a very similar yeah. 
liking to scent and fragrance, which is really cool because I yeah. haven't met a lot of people who do like that. A lot of people who I've mm-hmm. um who I've brought brought attention to, they're like, oh, but then on me, they're like, oh my God. You know what I mean? I just think it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. for everybody listening, what I will say yes. is that I do think the eighth is very reminiscent of the other fragrances that Ashley wears. Mm-hmm. So if you want to smell like the gate kept fragrance, the eighth is very, very, very similar on par. Very, very on par. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to do this. I feel like I was such a weirdo at the beginning of this interview by being like pretty little liars, but for the pretty little liar fan of me and yeah. for everybody listening, it would be a disservice not to, how would you send Hannah Marin? What do you think she'd be wearing? You know, what's so funny. Um, I got, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like a Chanel or like a Chloe or like something like that. I feel like she would wear, but I was on my TikTok yesterday and someone was like, Oh my God, I just got, you know, both of your scents. I love East 12 the most. And I also love the eighth, but I think Hannah would wear the eighth, which was so funny. Um, Hmm. Which I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, but again, yeah, I just felt like Hannah would just be a little bit more girly, more girly, a little bit yes. more floral, you know. Um, I would say, weirdly, Spencer would wear something more, how how I like, more masculine, musky, um, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't totally. think, but I just think she, she would. And Troy also has a very nice scent to her um, mm-hmm. in, in general. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Spencer would wear something in between the two of these. But Hannah, totally. Hannah, I think Hannah would, I think she would, you know, kind of play around with both. But I think she's a little bit more girly. Yeah. She's a little girly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I see Hannah in like the fragrances you were just talking about. Like Chloe, I was thinking like Michael Kors. Like remember that like that old Michael Kors fragrance I haven't from like 10 years? I it, no. I mean, back then I do remember what I was wearing and I have it upstairs. I used to get these huge fucking bottles of um, uh, Chanel, but it wasn't, I ha- I don't know what the, what the scent is, but it very musky, very, very musky, but I would wear that. And then, I mean, Santal and all that stuff, but I'm trying to think of what was big back then, but yeah, I don't know. I think in the Chanel vibes and the Chloe's and the. Yeah. Earlier. Mark Jacobs, maybe like a Mark Jacobs Daisy. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have, I can't believe time has just flown by so quickly. We have one final segment of the show. It okay. is Rapid Fire Scent Association. Mm, what's that smell? I will throw out a person, a place, a thing, a concept, whatever. And you just tell me the first smell that comes to mind. Oh, shit. Okay. And also, I say rapid fire, but like, if you feel you want to go on a tangent, okay. this is a podcast, okay, so great. what? The, there are no rules. Okay, <laughs> Ashley, you ready to play? What's that smell? I'm scared. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, what is the smell of your childhood home? Whoa, um, shit, cleaning products. <laughs> okay, what is the smell of Los Angeles? Mexican food. Mexican food. Okay. okay, great, great Mexican food. I LA love, kills it with the Mexican food. Yeah, it does. Where did you grow up? Here in Orange County. Oh, okay. I was going to say what, what, like where you grew up, but I guess that's LA as well too, right? Well, I would, I would consider that to be like a Disneyland smell. Park smells, churros, corn dogs, hot dogs, Disney, 
the the water from Pirates of the Caribbean um, is my favorite smell. smell. And also the Haunted Mansion has a very nice smell. And so does Indiana Jones. It's so funny. I really love going to theme parks. I love the smells. Like Jurassic Park. Maybe that could inspire a future fragrance, right? (laughs) Yeah. The LA fragrance. Jurassic Park by Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I'm so weird like that. Like I could live. I could live in the Pirates ride. I, I honestly would. I've always said one day and I'd probably get arrested, but I really want to hop off the boat and live in one of those little houses because it's still my vibe. I've always said if I wanted to do anything and didn't want to act anymore, I'd become a pirate. Okay, great. So. Excellent. I love that for you. And <laughs> I get strong pirate energy. I think you would make an excellent pirate. Thank you. Um, you sort of answered this already, so maybe you have your answer, but what is the smell of New York City? I'll do a little bit different. I think uh, pizza and bagels and like hot coffee. Love it. What is the smell of love? Mm. Red roses. Mm. What is the smell of your first crush? Uh, dangerous. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. What is the smell of your best friend? Elegant. Mm. And the final question. What? is the smell of Ashley Benson. Sexual. <laughs> Mysterious, sexy, dark. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I really hold myself to a lot of high standards. <laughs> no, I'm just sexual, sexual, <laughs> everything, beautiful. Goddess, perfect. The best person in the world. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, and I she's modest too. <laughs> very modest. No, I think, um, yeah. Dark and mysterious and, and, and sexual because people really do say that I smell very sexual. Okay. I believe you. And I am as a Sagittarius, you know. Sexual Sag. Yes, sexual it. Sag. Perfumer was edited by Wyatt Peak. Music is by Max Vernon and illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez.